Welcome to the Fam Time Podcast, where we discuss family worship, intentionality, and many other topics related to home discipleship. We hope to encourage and equip you in your parenting journey. Here are your hosts, Frank Trimble and Jenna Halleck. So Jenna, one of the most popular resources of 2022 was one that we were very excited about and that we've already referenced on the podcast a couple of times, the Family Time Roadmap. Right. And this is such an exciting resource for me personally and my family. We just started working through it as a family just even this last week. Mm -hmm. We recently started doing trainings on this topic to lead churches through how they can practically use it. And we're walking through this mini series right now, looking at the four different overall topics that are covered in the roadmap. We call them destinations. Yes. But it's really a spiritual discipline. Yeah. Yes. That's really put into bite-sized pieces that anyone can use. And yes, in 2022, we gave away 5,000 copies of this resource because we were so passionate about getting it into the hands of families who would be working within the context of their local church to kind of develop these rhythms in their home. And so, yeah, this started out as sort of a passion project of mine. Like I just felt that this was something that our churches needed, families needed, something that was super accessible, easy to use, and that you could start really any time in the right. life of your family. And one of the most exciting things, I don't know, maybe I mentioned this on the podcast before, but we gave it to some of our donors too. just sent them a sample copy and said, hey, this is what uh, you give toward, you know, is for us to make these kinds of resources. And I had more than one, several of our older donors, mm-hmm. so like grandparent and older, who said, I'm using it for myself. I'm going to use this yes. to grow in my walk with the Lord over 12 months. So that was really exciting. So yeah, we are on the second destination, which is prayer. Right. And this includes stops four, five, and six mm-hmm. in along the roadmap. And so we're just going to take some time to talk about what this is, why it's important, why we chose what we chose to focus on as a family. Right. So when you get to this destination, you're going to see different things that we've suggested that you talk about as a family, uh, different uh, topics, different passages of scripture. And one of those is the Lord's Prayer. So let's start there. Okay. The Lord's Prayer is mm-hmm. included. You can, I mean, it's, it's printed out on one of the sheets yes. in the roadmap. Um, why do we include the Lord's Prayer in prayer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because this is how the Lord taught his disciples to pray. And so what better example do we have than Christ himself as to how to pray? And he literally said, this is how you should pray. Right. <laughs> so we're not going to ignore that. So Matthew 6, 9 through 13 is where you're going to find the Lord's Prayer. It's printed on stop five mm-hmm. in the roadmap. And so, I mean, very Simply, that is why we included it. Because oh, right. Jesus said, this is how you should pray. He's got the disciples saying, how do we pray? And he mm-hmm. goes, you do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we, we should pay attention. Yeah, right? and we do give you just a smidge of background, which is there, Jesus was explaining the importance of avoiding hypocrisy. Mm. The spiritual leaders were poor role models in that day, and they were more concerned with looking spiritual mm. than actually being obedient. Right, And so... Christ says, this is how you should talk to the Father. Right. It's humble. Uh, it is a, a spirit of uh, submission. Mm-hmm. And so that's how we want to approach the Lord, right. is that you are um, all sovereign, all knowing, all good. Right. And so I submit 
to you for my daily bread and right. everything else. And I, I've got friends that just uh, pray it verbatim yes, uh, on their own or with their family. And um, of course, we've got folks that did that all their lives and they grew up doing it. And it's become kind of a ritual, which mm-hmm. things can become. And I would just encourage you, if you're in that space, to not <laughs> reject the word for word uh, recital of it, but to dive into uh, what are, what is this telling me to do? What is God leading me to do? What's this framework, mm-hmm. right? Um, and by framework, I mean, some people don't recite it verbatim every day, but they take the categories within the Lord's Prayer, and they, it helps them guide That's right. their prayers. Well, and daily bread is a perfect example. Yes. Well, what is our daily bread? It is our need for this day. Right. We're not just talking about food, although it certainly includes, sure. you know, the provisions of, of food and, and shelter that the Lord blesses us with. Mm-hmm. But what are our needs for this day? Absolutely. And so uh, one of the things that we created for families, if you go to famtime.com slash roadmap, is we just have little bookmarks that mm-hmm. you can put in other books, your prayer journal, which we'll talk about here shortly, uh, but that will reference the Lord's Prayer and help you to integrate that into your prayer life as a family. Fantastic. So you will be shocked at how quickly your kids pick this up. Mm. Uh, kids are like sponges in, in their developmental stages, depending on what age they are. But if they're younger, man, memorization is not as hard for them as it is for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so uh, I would encourage you, memorize these things with your kids. Yeah. And so you mentioned prayer journal. Uh, so why don't we go ahead and, and mention what? why did we include the suggestion of starting a prayer journal as a family or mm-hmm. prayer journals for every individual family member? Well... I think this is a key part of prayer for a few reasons. It's so easy to pray a prayer and then maybe even a day or a week or a mm. month later forget that we even prayed it. Right. And so this is a way to for us as as the adults really mm-hmm. to kind of hold ourselves accountable. We prayed this. We expect yes. that the Lord is going to answer this in some form. Yes. We don't know how. Mm-hmm. He, it may be, and we talk about this on the card, so this is the sixth stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we say it could be yes, no, or not yet. Right. And so allowing our kids, again, to have a framework for how does God answer our prayers. We right. can ask the Lord for something very specific. Mm-hmm. And because he is all-knowing, like we just said, he may choose to say no to that prayer because he knows more than we do about that situation and how he wants to work in it. Mm -hmm. But we may completely forget that we even prayed a prayer for our friend who was sick or for a situation with a friend at school Mm -hmm. or um, a grandparent or, you know, again, so many things that we could pray for, right? Oh, yeah. So a prayer journal helps us to track how and what we're praying for, and then how did God answer? Yes. And so I think that's really the highest value in a prayer journal. And so in even in my personal life, there have been times where I've really intentionally kept a prayer journal. I will admit I don't currently right. <laughs> have a prayer journal that mm-hmm. I'm active with, but having a prayer journal is such an important part, I believe, right. of our spiritual growth because we really can see how God right. is alive and active in our lives today. Oh, and I, I had a similar journey where I had never heard of a prayer journal and I, I got exposed to that concept when I was in college. I really don't remember how. Uh, maybe somebody that was discipling me or something, but I, I just started finding 
uh, notebooks and things that I could write it down. For me, what it did is it helped me focus my prayers because mm-hmm. my prayers can tend to ramble, and and that's okay. God, God can take that. Oh, but, of course. But for me, it just helps. It helped me at the time really focus my prayers. But then, just like what you said, um, looking back years later, I when we moved from Texas to Colorado. You know what it's like when you're moving and you find things you forgot you had. Oh, yeah. And I was going through all of my books and my notebooks and all these things. Mm. And I came up on a prayer journal uh, from my senior year of college. And it was right when, I had, cool. right when I had started my senior year of college. And uh, just all the many things that were going on in my life. It's, it was just fascinating to look back on, so many years removed, to look back on what was I concerned about? What was really giving me anxiety? What was really producing fear in me what was I hoping mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. you know and to look and then be able to see how God answered those things so perfectly mm. and so so I, t- I love that concept so it, it's again when we talk about these things it's not as if if you don't keep a prayer journal you're a bad Christian or something like that no these are these are tools these are that's exactly right these are helpful suggestions well and keep in mind too at family time training we really focus on different learning styles. Yep. So you are going to have some children that really gravitate toward that recitation, toward learning um, memorization. You're going to have some children that are just more tactile learners. Mm-hmm. So for them to have a prayer journal where even the youngest child, maybe they're drawing a picture yeah. that goes along with the prayer. Absolutely. We want to provide tools that help different learners. And so again, famtime.com slash roadmap. If you click on that sixth stop Mm -hmm. that says prayer journal we give you just a little one page printout that you you know if you don't want to go buy journals or you don't have any at the house you Mm -hmm. can just use this page as a way to quickly record some of those prayers and answers and then we also have a little printable that just gives you some tips and tools uh everything from like the navigators to um I think it was, there might even be like an Etsy reference or something. Sure. Like just some cute little ideas, ministry to children. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we give you several trusted resources for how you could build a prayer journal. And so we are not recreating anything. We're no. just looking to other ministries that we think have done a good job articulating how you can do this with your kids, how you can do it for yourself. Oh, absolutely. And and as a reminder, just one of the main focuses of family time is that you can have fun with your kids. I mean, uh, I, I've already started to experience just the joy of doing this kind of journey with my little girls, just having fun with it. So whenever you do come to do a prayer journal, like go to the store with them, let them pick out a journal or mm-hmm. print out the ones, let them decorate it. It's fun. I mean, it, yes. it doesn't have to be a drudgery or it doesn't have to be a task you have to do. It's like, this is a great opportunity for us as parents to um, breathe joy into this or mm-hmm. let them see that following Christ is not a some task you have to accomplish mm-hmm. or something, but it's a joy. That's right. And give them some ownership. Give them some ownership. Yeah. Give them ideas and, and you'll learn along the way too. So we went out of order a little bit today, but I wanted to end with this element of our prayer destination. So it's actually the fourth stop, mm-hmm. uh, but it's the Apostles' Creed. So Jenna, why did we include the Apostles' Creed in the roadmap? Yeah. Well, it is foundational to historical biblical Christianity. This is not a new concept, just like everything that we're talking about. But in particular, this is going to give our kids just such a rich and yet basic understanding of what Christians believe Mm -hmm. and what we know 
in God's word right. <laughs> about who he is. Now, saying that, the Apostles' Creed is not in the Bible somewhere. Right. You're not right. going to like flip open to Philippians it's and find scripture. the Apostles' Creed. Yes, yeah. but each line of the creed comes directly from scripture. Yes. Yes. And so we felt like this was really important because this is something that Christians through hundreds and hundreds of years have mm-hmm. used to pray collectively, Mm -hmm. usually as part of a worship service together Mm -hmm. that affirms what we believe. Right. And I I never heard this growing up, and I'm sure we've talked about this before on the podcast. I had never heard of the Apostles' Creed growing up, but the one exposure that I had Mm -hmm. to the Apostles' Creed, I think you know what I'm going to say, is just Christian radio in the early 90s was Rich Mullins. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think think the song is called The Creed. Yes, Um, yes. And I think it's inspired uh, or verbatim, the Mm -hmm. Apostles' Creed. Uh It is. And And, and Rich Mullins, side note, is Mark Halleck's favorite, my husband, favorite Christian artist. I didn't know that. Possibly of all time. That and Stephen Curtis Chapman, you know, they're like, they still are at the top of his playlist. I love, (laughs) I love that Mark has that background with contemporary Christian music because I do too. And you don't, it's hard to find people that if I say, man, I love Stephen Curtis Chapman, there's just, I don't know. I I feel like uh, it's just nice to have somebody that's like, oh, I love Stephen Curtis as well. (laughs) I think he's going to see him this year. He's coming to Colorado. Oh man, I need to ask him when he's doing that. Yeah. So but, side note. <laughs> side note. But it's it's just, and I say that because I know that mm-hmm. when it comes time for my family to get to the fourth stop, mm-hmm. I know that we're gonna show that song to my kids. <laughs> Absolutely. Also, there's the there's the song. I believe it's by the Newsboys called mm-hmm. "We Believe." Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I can't remember if it's exactly the Apostles' Creed, right? But it's that kind of a thing. It's a statement of faith. It it's is. a and so for those of you that have grown up in traditions and denominations that have not really been too big on creeds, confessions, catechisms, mm-hmm. I totally understand that. Yes. And you don't have to memorize the Apostles' Creed. You don't have to. But we want to encourage you um, that it can be a very helpful, uh, basic mm-hmm. beginning guide to doctrine, beginning guide to theology that anchors you with the historic church. Yes. And and we wanted to also, for those of you that haven't been exposed to it a lot in the past, and it might be brand new to you, or you might think that uh, it's from a tradition that doesn't align with your church, mm. we wanted to highlight something in the Apostles' Creed. Uh, Jenna, what are some words in here or anything in here that might be a little confusing to people when they first read it? Yes. Well, and I will say, I think the biggest stumbling blocks, and this is, again, not new news, uh, to anyone who's been in the church for any period of time, is right. that the the Apostles' Creed is uh, addresses a couple of things that may raise your eyebrows a little bit. Sure. So that Jesus um, descended into hell. Right. Well, that's just a phrase that means he went to the the land of the dead. Right. You know, he died a physical death and took on our sin. And in that regard, the way the the creed phrases it is he descended to hell. Right. There is a lot of mystery around... A lot of discussion. mm -hmm, What, where Jesus was in the three days. Sure. We're not here to get into that. If that's something that you as an individual are really questioning and struggling with, go to your pastor. Sure. That's what we love to say at family Mm -hmm. time is we want you to go to your pastor and talk about these things. The other thing that we get a lot of raised eyebrows about is the Catholic Church. Right. Because the Apostles' Creed uses the term the Holy Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. Now, if you look at this in written form, Mm -hmm. you can see that Catholic is a lowercase c, C, mm -hmm. which hopefully is an indicator 
this is not speaking of the capital C Roman Catholic, Catholic Church. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. And so Catholic simply means universal. Universal. It is an older terminology, but we didn't feel like it was our job to change the way the creed right, has been written right. for, again, hundreds and hundreds of years. Right. But it is a question that we get pretty regularly. Sure. So we felt like this was a good opportunity to say, hey, don't let that scare you off, especially if you're someone who grew up in the Catholic Church sure. and maybe has bad feelings toward your experience that you mm-hmm. had. We are not uh, um, affirming right. the Catholic Church, capital C, Catholic right. Church. We would affirm the universal church. Christ's church. And so hopefully that helps you to just frame out. Really, there are uh, other references in the creed, but again, those are directly, these are all directly correlated to scripture. So you're going to find on our website there, we have a little fill in the blank worksheet to help kids uh, understand, even you as adults, that might be a great tool for you. Totally. But we encourage you to to read through it, to make it part of your rhythm some way or mm-hmm. somehow, and then glean what you want to and need to as a right. family at this time. And the other thing I'll say is this is a tool we think you can use, again, in a rhythmic way in sure. the life of your family. So you may find when you get to the Apostles' Creed, the fourth stop, maybe that's always in August or something. Sure. And so in August, you're just going to refresh and revisit the mm-hmm. Apostles' Creed and what that means to you at this year in totally. this space that you're in as a family. And so we just believe that the Lord is always at work. He's always growing us. Mm-hmm. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, we can learn new things. I mean, that's right. why we go back and we we learn God's word in a new and fresh way right. every time we go back to it. Right. So I would say the same is true with the creed. And, and again, we think that it is most important because it gives us those crucial foundational beliefs. What does it mean to be a Christian? Right. What do we believe? And then the last thing I'll say yeah. is if you are, you find yourself uncomfortable with the language of the Apostles' Creed, mm-hmm. look at the Nicene Creed. Mm-hmm. The Nicene Creed is another, again, just historical, biblical creed that's been used for hundreds and hundreds of years mm-hmm. within the Christian church. And so go search for that yes. and and use that version, which may be more palatable depending on your background. And Nicene is N-I-C-E-N-E, if you want to go that search. That was great. For. That was clutch. That spelling was great. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to encourage people also, like if you want to, if you're the type of person that likes to study it more in depth, or you do, if you're a reader and you like to spend a little bit more time with it, I know Al Mohler has written a great book on the Apostles' Creed. And if you want more of like a sermon setting, I know the Village Church in Dallas a few years mm-hmm. ago did a whole sermon yeah, series. Yeah, they did. That's right. And so some of us are more visual learners. Some of us are more kind of auditory, more tactile. And so um, those are great resources to to address any elephants in the room that you might be thinking through and just very helpful resources from trusted authors and preachers. And plus, go to famtime.com slash roadmap because there's so many cool suggestions and resources on there. In the end, we hope that this roadmap is is a fun journey. It's a guide for intentionality for you and your family. And if you want to uh, partner with Family Time in a specific way, uh, one of the things that we offer is to come and do trainings in your church, uh, to walk your parents through, to walk your grandparents through, even individuals like we talked about earlier, to walk them through possibilities um, that can happen with the roadmap. What can they do mm-hmm. with it? What are some ideas? What are some roadblocks? So we obviously are passionate about training and yes. equipping. 
And so we don't want to assume anything. We don't want to assume that people know things. We want to help. Mm -hmm. And we want to partner with you as church leaders. We want to partner with you as parents. Uh, So reach out to us if you have any questions along those lines and share your stories with us. We want to hear how this is going with your family uh, and just some testimonies of what God is doing. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of the Fam Time Podcast. Again, this is a mini-series, so we're going to come to the third destination and the fourth destination in the next two months. We hope it's equipping and encouraging you as you seek to lead your family to be more like Christ every day. Thank you for listening to the Fam Time Podcast. Please subscribe and leave us a review so that more families can be equipped and encouraged. For more information about Family Time Training, visit us online at famtime.com.